0: Hi everyone, welcome to Chats Over Coffee with my yoga teacher. I am the yoga teacher, my name is Kayla, and I'm here with Peter.
1: Hi, I'm your student, also stand-up comedian, we're both, do I need to say we're both based in the UK? It doesn't...
0: We're international.
1: We are international, <laughs> because I did gig in Budapest last month, didn't I? There you go. Once a year, I am international.
0: I have people who join my yoga classes online from all over the world, does that make me international? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay.
1: And this this is worldwide podcast as well. Someone listens in Tel Aviv, I think. So there we go.
0: <laughs> I hope you enjoy the show.
1: Do we not just do any saying what oh, we're up yeah. to in October first? Sorry. I mean, I'm not what really up to doing? anything. I'm just gigging, <laughs> so like if you want to see where my gigs are, you just look at peterbrashcomedy.com. Yeah, there's no special gigs that I should mention, especially your special trips, but I'm just in various places around the UK. Other than that, I've got nothing else to really report on. Are you up to anything specific?
0: Um, I'm actually taking a little bit of time off in October. Are you ever working? I'm actually on (laughs) (laughs) the freedom of owning my own business. Um, But you can join me most weeks, most of October, three days a week online. I teach private classes in person here in Leeds in the UK. So if you're interested in adding a class at your place of work or something, then you can get in touch. I recently had a class finish, so I now kind of have a little bit of space open what people sometimes do is they all put in a little bit of money together and then that pays for me to come so it doesn't have to be put on by business you just have to have a room where you can move the tables and chairs out of the way and i will turn up and teach yoga to you so it's pretty simple and she's good I she's will a great you... teacher <laughs>
1: it's true she's brilliant thank yeah. you
0: and i will say this as well a little bit of a preempting as well i'll mention it again next month but in november i have a educational workshop on the nervous system, which is not a yoga class, I'm afraid. It is just educational. But if you are interested in stress reduction, vagal tone, polyvagal theory, and other things, just general knowledge about the nervous system and a few actions, well, not, not crazy things, but things you can do sat down, then keep in touch. Find find my website. Find me on social media and make sure you book onto that because it will be an interesting little thing we're going to do.
1: KatieMcCormack.com. Thank you. Yeah. Both websites will be in the show descriptions, wherever you get this, and probably our Instagram Mm -hmm. profiles as well, which is probably the social media that we're best using, really. You can see my holiday photos on there if you want. (laughs) Okay, well, should we say enjoy the show and let the show happen? Yeah. Enjoy. Well, that was the most professional we've ever done that, I think. Well done. Yeah. I just tossed it all in
0: together.
1: Well, I don't want to be like, I feel like I'm older. I'm, I'm older than I've ever been at the moment, obviously, but we've got a new vacuum cleaner, a shark mm. vacuum cleaner, and I've been lobbying to get a shark vacuum cleaner for a long time. <laughs> it's not disappointed, so I'm very pleased with it. It just goes to show, if you want a guy to do more chores around the house, get a gadget. I even wanted to clean the car, which is never, never happens so it's, yeah it's fun. It, was, it was good fun like it's it's uh, yeah it's a game changer of uh, it's a game changer in appliance yeah so it goes lumped in with the dishwasher and the electric toothbrush
0: D- electric toothbrushes are surprisingly good I think oh, when I swapped for an electric toothbrush I was way too late I was like oh my gosh why haven't I done this years
1: ago it's really something <laughs> else like once you go electric toothbrush I don't think you could ever go back can you I mean I know once you go plaque you never go back no no <laughs>
2: Go no, nice once try. you go nice no try. plaque,
1: you never go back. Oh, I don't know. That's not quite what it? Was. I, don't, I wasn't going to talk about the vacuum dishwashers, too much. Oh, great, dishwashers. Awesome amazing. invention.
0: Love dishwashers.
1: Also supposedly more environmentally friendly as well, aren't
0: they? They use less water. Obviously, energy-wise, is up for debate, but the water usage is supposed to be a lot less in a dishwasher than if you wash by hands.
1: I remember reading—not that I shoehorn this in every time I can—but the series of biographies of Lyndon Johnson by Robert Caro. The first one is about like him growing up in the like I can't remember when he was born. It's probably just before the 20th century, like in. Texas and stuff and basically all the women just did there was just housework all day mm. and it was like backbreaking labour like you know like mm. laundry every took, day going to the took yeah. took to, all day you know go to the stream and, and like yeah. then you'd be like over a stove drying sheets and, and stuff and there's an argument what was it I can't remember some famous argument about the washing machine did more for women's liberation than any suffragette movement which is yeah. potentially true I suppose isn't it <laughs>
0: Anyway, so your vacuum cleaner—it is one of those ones that vacuums on its own, right?
1: No, 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 no. You oh no, it's not. It around, oh, okay. Yeah. Have I made this joke before? It's called a shark vacuum cleaner because it has to keep moving, otherwise it.
2: Yeah, does.
1: yeah, but yeah. It, it, <laughs> I made I've made that joke before. I must have mentioned wanting a shark vacuum cleaner at some point during this because. Um,
0: yeah, over the last year. Or yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. I think I I, think
1: I have done so.
0: If um, you remember what episode it's apologies from, you can for have the, a free yoga apologies for the
1: apologies for the repetition there. <laughs>
0: No, it's a it's a Easter egg.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if
0: you can tell me what what it's from, you can have a free yoga class. There you
2: go.
1: Sad to be excited about these things, but I don't know, it's just buzzing. I'm excited about Absolutely stuff buzzing like that. about it. A <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> couple of days. But anyway, I did have an argument with someone about aliens. So should we talk about that? Yeah, sure. I don't know if you've paid any attention to the. There's been some American stuff recently with aliens like aren't they talking about it in congress
0: Ah, i've missed i've missed the news this might have been a month
1: or two ago
0: okay you'll have to update me on the story so there's
1: some not whistleblowers maybe they're i don't know but some people in the in the, the navy have said that they've seen stuff and and obviously there are always objects that they can't account for and stuff that there is Occasional footage of.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Doesn't mean they're UFOs in that they're alien spacecraft, but they are UFOs and that they're unidentified flying objects. Yeah. Stuff. So yeah. a couple of people went in to, I think, Congress or something, and they did some. I think it's the only thing that Republicans and Democrats are united on is wanting to find out if they're aliens. <laughs> so. <laughs>
0: Well, whatever brings them together. Exactly.
1: It's Some bipartisan thing where they've had some hearings with these guys who have done testimony and said that they've seen sort of craft or whatever. And then some information has been dripped out from the US government or something about how they've come across some sort of... Technology that's not earthly or something like that. At some point, people have made a big thing of it because it was potentially an enormous story, isn't it?
2: Yeah,
1: it's not absolutely conclusive proof. Just eyewitness testimonies, generally, and stuff. People make things up, don't they? And people are unreliable. Memories are unreliable, etc., etc. But anyway, I had an argument with someone about it because Mm. they were quite into it. That should have been a red flag to not go there, really. But. (laughs) But I I mean I don't really want there to have been alien spacecraft flying about. Suspiciously yeah. mainly across America. Isn't that weird?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Nowhere
1: else. I, I think there's more likely to not be aliens, personally. I just think it's I don't know where I'm gonna go go with this, but my argument was that like if aliens have come from somewhere else, then mm. they would have to travel just an unfathomable distance to get here from somewhere that's yeah. more hospitable in the universe like so either they're like essentially immortal and they've decided mm-hmm. to just slum it for thousands of years whilst traveling at the speed of light and they've somehow known that we're here which i guess you could do because i guess you could pick up on the radio waves and all that stuff i guess you could probably find us perhaps
0: potentially but you've not we've not been putting radio waves out
1: for that long in right in terms of distances and in space. terms of distances in space okay I just said it was extremely unlikely that unless you could like somehow break the speed of light you know like in Star, yeah. Star Wars when they go into hyperspace or something I don't even know yeah, if that's yeah. theoretically possible but I was going to ask you that because you study astrono- astrology astronomy astronomy, astronomy. astronomy. Oh, I have to say that every time sorry <laughs> Firstly, before I get circle back to this, is it theoretically possible to travel faster than the speed of light? And what would that do to someone traveling? And I mean, maybe uh, an alien body is different to us, but would it damage you if you were traveling that fast? I mean, is that actually yeah. even if you could travel, it would be would it be safe for a, a human being, for example, to be in the craft doing that?
0: So I think when when you think about like trying to go far like long distances in space, a lot of the time it's kind of like two aspects to it because you have to remember there's there's space isn't three. It's 4D. So when you talk about moving through space, you have to take into account the causality laws and stuff. So you can't actually move like time shifts when you're moving through space you'll never get if you if we could jet like say let's let's say that you could do warp speed like they do in star trek and all those you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to if you warped to a different area of the of the galaxy and then came back your great 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 grandchildren would be here you know all your kids would be dead like everything is warped time is different and there's all of that kind of That all that general relativity aspect of space travel that you just just is extremely difficult to comprehend being kind of linear time beings, you know, we can't really comprehend that in terms of like trying to do it anyway, like say we wanted to go anyway, we weren't bothered about that kind of causality effects and stuff of, of general relativity and special relativity. They have looked into the idea of quantum physics because a lot of things on the quantum level don't react the way they should. You know, they talk about particles that like go through things. You know, there's that one of the things that you can that you tend to find when you start looking into this is that example of like throwing a tennis ball at a brick wall. And then every now and then it just goes through. Yeah, And there's no reason for it, you know, that kind of example. So if you could harness something like that, some of the aspects and the things that are happening on the quantum level and use them at our level, then there's potential for weird things to happen where you could jump or shift or fold space or something like that. So I think there is some research happening in that area. Where were there kind of like, is it possible to, you know, move things or make things go fast or, you know, send things to Mars quickly or, you know, something like that. But it's all theoretical because we don't have like the physical capability of actually working on a quantum level. Most quantum physics is extrapolated. It's not observed because it's quantum. <laughs> <laughs> if that makes sense, it's very rare that you can get things to really observe very much at that kind of that tiny 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 kind of level so i would n- never say never in terms of things so like so like the way physics works at our level and our size if you will because we're you know made up of lots of molecules and atoms no moving faster than speed being light is not something that you could do if you could somehow harness some of the aspects of quantum world or quantum level and then use them in our level then perhaps you could mingle but I you know because physics our laws of physics are certain laws and we ha- we call them laws for a reason because they don't really get broken but in the quantum level those physics laws are broken so if you could somehow merge the two or find a way to combine those weird that weird side with something we've got now then potential is there for something greater but Certainly not in a way that we would understand. And if you're talking about like visitors, I mean, if they managed to get here, they would have to stay here.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) If that makes sense, so they would have to be somewhere. Well, like, and they're like, what, constantly hiding behind Mercury or Mars or somewhere we can't see them? Is that, is that the idea? Like, it would be a bit strange to come all this way and then not even introduce yourself. (laughs) Maybe they came all this way and thought, oh, crap, humans are crap. I don't want to talk to them. Mm. <laughs> They're not even got a unified government. <laughs> <laughs> but like you're saying, if they were immortal, then you would just wait because time would be a strange concept to someone who would potentially live forever. You know, if
2: you yeah, yeah, age
0: differently, you'd just wait for them to evolve more. You'd just say, I'll give it another 100 years, a yeah. 100,000 years. Wait wait till they've evolved a bit more. <laughs>
1: well that's all a load of stuff you just said half of that i didn't understand but it sounded like uh it oh, sounded sorry. credible. and just to not sound stupid i'm gonna say yeah that makes sense just like when you read postmodern essays at university and you can't understand a bloody word of it and you're like oh well they must know what they're talking about so yeah, <laughs> like, that's, uh, yeah. I, I got some thing,
0: of that so it must be amazing yeah
1: i don't want to look stupid by um saying the emperor's got no clothes so we'll just all go along with it <laughs> like,
0: yeah yeah it's fine oh yeah great great
1: shirt some people because this is the thing like so I said something akin to well I just don't think it's like when you think about how big space is and if they come from somewhere Mm. else it's just so so it stretches credulity I think to think that someone's able to travel here and as you say they're, they're staying around here presumably and yeah I was told, oh, yes, because well, they'll be smarter than us, we won't be able to conceive of their technology. And, con- and and I guess that's possibly true, isn't it?
0: I think when people use that as an excuse, when they say like, oh, well, we just couldn't understand it. There's a chance that what you're saying is basically our rules or our laws of physics that we've used are completely yeah, non-sensical. yeah like you would have to take them and get rid of them and that's just not something that science is very comfortable doing very often it happens a few hundred years ago you know you know like
1: <laughs> most of the stuff that newton discovered and he was like one of the mm. great brains of his time if not you know of, of all time most of the stuff that he discovered has that not all been disproved slowly as time goes mm like by like quantum mechanics and stuff
0: well i think i think it's just you have to separate the fields you have to separate the fields you can't use newtonian mechanics in quantum mechanics it's not the same it it doesn't doesn't work okay so like yeah in that way if you wanted to say oh there's another set of mechanics and these are the mechanics that the aliens use and that's what they travel around with then potentially you could say like yes we don't comprehend that because we haven't known it we haven't found it yet but it's extremely unlikely I'm not saying never, but... <laughs> it's not like we know nothing,
1: though, is it? It's like, presumably, they're living in the universe with the same series of elements and the same...
0: Exactly. Rough... The other thing as well is, like, we, what we observe proves what we think. We don't just make things up and then look for it. Like, you know, we say, like, oh, gravity is a force that pulls us down. We don't feel it as that. We You know, it, it is a force that large things... And it doesn't work on a small scale. You know, it only works on large scales. And then we observe that in the universe. We see it, you know, so we don't just like make something up and then think, ah, oh, that's good. You know, we, we observe the rules that we make. So we know a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think we do. But then I, I, don't, I mean, I'm not like, you know, I think we know... You know, we can't kid ourselves and we know everything obviously but like no, and um, no no but but yeah it's, uh, stuff that's observable and and mm. whatever there's a lot but of, we see
0: the patterns yeah and, you know there's a lot of patterns lots spirals lots of you know lots of things lot of the way things move the way things kind of change you know the way things i don't know say spring energy and bounce energy and things like that it, it, you they're patterns you can you can you can predict them and then you can watch them happen you know, so it's like, you, it's almost like proving it through experimentation. And obviously the universe is a much bigger scale than that, but we follow a similar process when you're looking out into like other galaxies and stars and nebulas and stuff. You can say, well, that should do this. Uh, and that's probably why it looks like that. And then you can create data sets. Of like mathematics put them into computer programs and say like right I think that that looks like that because it's done this movement and then you put that into a computer and then the computer does that movement and then you see if and then you compare the two images and you say like right does that actually match what I'm looking at now it's like oh yeah that looks just like it or no that's Mm. not that's nothing like it my maths is off you know and then that's how we find these rules and stuff you know when when you can't watch it change because obviously everyone says oh astronomy you can't see anything you just get a snapshot You can't watch nebulas change. It's very rare, there's very few things in astronomy where you can watch it happen live. (laughs) Most things are gonna be so slow that you won't see it in your lifetime, you know.
1: The other argument, though, is that the aliens have always been among us. Oh, Because, right. you know, then you get, like, those sketches from, like, 1200 AD of, like, saucers in the sky and stuff. And so, yeah. isn't one of the arguments that, like, we may have even been, like, planted by them as life and they've always, like, sort of kept an eye on us? And
2: yeah. Yeah But again
1: you can't argue against that really Can you? Like if someone no. wants to believe that <laughs> Then <laughs> like,
0: It's no different than believing in like religions Yeah to no, be so that was exactly it's, what I was going to say I don't want to make people think that I'm poo-pooing religions and, and comparing them to conspiracy theories But I mean in terms of like proof and not proof It's very similar Like you, you can't prove or disprove that kind of thing so.
1: Also in terms of religion or conspiracy It's the the belief comes before the evidence do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's not to counteract yeah. any religious proof or anything, but you need religious belief to. I don't think you could argue yourself into the belief of God through empirical evidence, for example. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. And similarly, yeah. if you have a conspiracy theorist or if you believe in aliens and stuff, you're you're coming from the belief and then trying to work backwards. I think. Yeah, Whereas the scientific, yeah, the scientific method is not.
0: I mean, admittedly, the scientific that kind of method hasn't been around for very long. I mean, like hundreds of years. You know, it's not been around forever. That's something that more of a modern kind of understanding. Say, like since late 1800s, maybe even later than that. Yeah, kind of said like, yeah, but we can't say like, well, actually, maybe we should do this the other way around. (laughs) You know, rather than trying to prove a theory correct, maybe we should use our evidence to decide something and then try and prove that different ways you know
1: it is similar though i mean because you know if someone just says to me oh well they'll they'll be thinking on a higher plane than you that's like saying well god has a plan and it's the same it's exactly the same thing so i'm not going to be able to argue someone out of and to be honest
0: i don't really mind i don't really mind people as long as they don't do anything weird you know like you know suicide packs i don't like
1: losing an argument though
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's an interesting one is that i mean because obviously there is like the idea that we're only talking about like intelligent life and stuff as well
1: it's highly likely there's other life in the universe it's highly likely the that there's
0: some some um, bugs somewhere you know
1: maybe they're not bacteria you know, we might be yeah. we still might be the most intelligent things in the universe it's not absolutely impossible to think that
0: and because of like time being so weird in space you know we could be the only thing right now Mm-hmm. but then give it time something else could pop up somewhere else and then they could be the only like, thing right then and there you know because time is so we are very very short beings you know we don't live very long and even the planet won't be around for very long in terms of like the life of a galaxy and then obviously the shift of time as in when we observe we're observing back in time so the further you f- far away you observe the more you're likely to observe something like parts of the big bang and stuff so you're not going to get intelligent life far away you're going to get messy space full of radiation you know
1: do you think it's hard to think rationally as humans do you think we're not
0: i think it's it, it's depressing
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah okay yeah yeah
0: <laughs> but, we, we want to yeah, be okay. special but we yeah but you special. know like how it's her.
1: not it's not rational for for given all we know to think that we're at the center of the universe like we used to think and yeah. all that sort of thing but because we have egos and because we've got storytelling brains and i think it's very thing, difficult
0: then... for the brain not to put itself at the center of the universe
1: yeah that's what you know, I mean. my
0: because i only can observe my own you know reality this you know oh, I, I only know what i know i only know my body i only know you know what i see what i hear what i take in well, my senses tell me. So it's hard not to be the center of your universe or the leader of your TV show or whatever, you know, like the main character in your... <laughs> We're all the main
1: character in our own TV show, yeah.
0: Exactly, so. exactly. It's so, it's hard not to think of yourself like But you're that. a good
1: bit player in mind, so... <laughs> but I mean, like, evolution is, I believe in that. That's been mm. a really, that's a really well thought out theory that seems to be really well evidenced yeah but that is so difficult to get your head around because of time yeah. you cannot like you can see how it all worked but it's actually it's really difficult to conceive of in terms of
0: how long that actually took like, that's
1: not a, that's mm. not a natural thing for a human being to instinctively think about life really like it seems more mm. natural on a human thing to think that there's a creator because we create stuff and we build stuff and we give birth yeah. and we whatever so yeah that's it's more natural for us to think of the creation myth than evolution going back, you know, a, whatever billion years or something from like
2: yeah.
1: from amino acids in a soup to you know complex mm-hmm. celled beings and stuff. It's like, I mean, it's an incredible story, but it's like it's it's a bit of a like I'm still getting to grips with understanding what the hell, yeah, it, it is really. You could like, spend your whole life researching it, couldn't you? And um, that's rational, but it's not natural to think that that is
0: no i think it also doesn't help that we can't recreate it i think that kind of annoys people
1: well because of the time periods, you mean
0: no i mean like theoretically if you were to bubble and zap that amino acid soup that primordial soup we should eventually get something that resembles what we you know that that life in a Mm. sense you know kind of that um dr frankenstein moment kind of thing you know (laughs) (laughs) but we we never do we zap and boil the soup, and then we just get.
1: You mean we soup. we try and conduct similar experiments to the original <gasps> prime, primordial soup that yes. moves from like molecules what we assume of the, the to.
0: Pre- you know what we assume the earth would have been would have been like at the time when we expected to have roughly
1: before the first replicating cells basically
0: exactly we create that and we try it in labs and we because i mean i mean how amazing would that be if you could like bubble and boil something and then wow your first cell you know or something yeah, and it's yeah. like oh right that's it that is how we got here because i've got proof now because i've done it i've recreated it you know but we haven't yet We've always been able to show the smaller side or
1: the, you
0: know, because obviously lifetimes does make a difference, but, you know, saying like, oh, like the bird's beaks on the island thing that was one of Darwin's. The Darwin's
1: thing. thing, yeah, the different birds. Yeah. The, the That's different. We can comprehend
0: lines. that and we can see it. We can measure it. And you can measure that kind of macro evolution everywhere. Or is it micro evolution? Everywhere you know there's little changes in beings and, and stuff like that
1: i mean that's why they study fruit flies don't they because they can just the yeah. multi-generation thing can just happen so so quickly whereas
2: yeah
1: we can't i mean it's the only other example i can think of that i've had first-hand experiences with is i used to work with a pest control people and and the rats used to just like because they reproduce so quickly the ones with an immunity <laughs> to the poisons would wow. obviously survive that's why they have to keep changing the formula.
0: That sounds like a recipe for a disaster. You're slowly creating super rats. You are, yeah. <laughs> that sounds awful. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but you're right. And we probably have done that in multiple different ways, which is why we have like antibiotics. Oh, the antibiotics thing is a big thing. And yeah, stuff. Yeah, really, yeah. Well, bacteria
1: Bacteria are kind of the same thing. Yeah, very quickly reproducing sort of, yeah.
0: Yep, it's all a little bit scary.
1: So you probably you, you don't think that there are aliens then think, no. visiting currently. We might look very stupid in a couple of months' time um, saying
0: that. <laughs> I but. love it. I absolutely <laughs> love it. I'll come. I'll come back on here and I'll apologise. I promise.
1: So I knew all along. Speaking <laughs> <laughs> of time and like rationalism and stuff, what did you say? It doesn't make you feel good. Did you say? Is that what you said?
0: Yeah, I said depressed. Depressed.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just a so, bit
0: strong. Maybe that's a bit strong. Anyway.
1: And time and having <laughs> finite lifespans and stuff like that. We we're going to talk about mm. death, won't we? <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. I, can.
0: I mean, this podcast is coming out in October, which is obviously when Halloween is. And in other countries, they call it the Day of the Dead.
1: You're thinking of Mexico, aren't you? Yeah. Well. Go on. You know, have you seen that James Bond film, Spectre, where he goes... He has. There's a big. Probably not. There's a big Day of the Dead parade at the start, and okay. he's dressed up in a. I think he's dressed up in a great big skull, and
2: okay.
1: And so there's like a big typical James Bond thing where I don't know one of them was another spy is disguised or something, and it goes on for ten minutes, and uh, it's probably the best <laughs> bit of the film. Okay. But they never used to do that. In Mexico, have as big a parade as that in Mexico City, and since the James Bond film, they have had to start doing it. Because <laughs> that's what people. Because
0: tourists were expecting. Yeah,
1: yeah, it. I think so. I mean, they did celebrate the Day of the Dead. Did I think it is a thing, isn't it?
0: Well, I think they've always because um, it's one of the cultures. I know they do this in like some of the Eastern cultures as well, where they um, they make shrines for their dead relatives. It's more about remembrance, you know, having remembrance ceremonies and remembering the dead, and you know, having pictures of them around the house and and stuff like that.
1: Have you seen Coco? Oh
0: yeah. Oh, yeah, that was really good. I mean, I, I don't I don't want to base my knowledge of no, don't. Um, cultural <laughs> things off Disney films, though. <laughs> but cross fingers, it was potentially accurate. That was actually really sweet.
2: Yeah. It was like very sweet. Idea. But,
1: you know, like with most Pixar films, it's like, you know, they're really well made generally and they've got good mm. jokes in them. And they're like, but they are so manipulative. I know. They just... <laughs> I think they just seek to try and make you cry at every sort of thing by just being as manipulative as as possible. Yeah, they are just absolutely... scum well that's what makes (laughs) but that's
0: supposedly what makes good films good isn't it that you can feel like you can live vicariously through them you get you know emotional responses and you feel like more fulfilled because you've had an experience
1: but they know what buttons to press It's it's, is completely done as manipulation they are so good at it (laughs) and they're just so so i did think coco is a really is it was a really good film but yeah afterwards i feel robbed Most Pixar stuff, but you know,
0: I think it's a bit sad that we don't do anything like that in in like more Western cultures. A lot of Western cultures, because like I said, in the East they also do that, where they have like shrines to the family and they burn incense and stuff to ancestors and recently deceased family and friends. Obviously, they based on Coco, I assume they do that in Mexico as well. But I think they do. I've seen that before that film came out because living in South Carolina, there are immigrants, you know, that come from the Southern Americas. And so you do kind of get a bit of influence in in the country, in the South and stuff. So I'm sure it's not the only place I've seen it. And I think that's really sweet. You know, it's almost like it's for you. You have, unless you believe that there is an afterlife, that kind of exercise in like lighting candles and incense and having pictures, and it's all for you. It's all for you to like remember the person to feel, still feel connected to them. Mm. So I think it's like
1: you just get out their um, Instagram page now, don't you? Just flick through. Them oh
0: God, of- I couldn't imagine. <laughs> oh no. <laughs>
1: That's that's what you're going to leave behind after you go, just like these horrible internet trinkets.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to have to put like a delete when, when dead thing on my stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's exactly what I want to do, just burn it all. Uh,
0: <laughs> but I also think like from a personal point of view, you know, it it, ha- it can be a bit difficult because I think it reminds us of one of people that you may have lost. And it also reminds us of our own mortality as well, which... Is it always a bit like have we all really sat with the fact that you know we're not immortal? You yeah, so
1: as just very hard to, again in terms of rationality and stuff like that. It almost mm. doesn't feel like you are a lot of the time. Like you know how you always mm. feel like oh well, bad things only ever happen to other people and
2: yeah,
1: if someone gets like a illness diagnosis. It doesn't happen to you, does it? it only ever happens to other yes. people. Is that feeling, exactly. isn't it? That's kind of tied mm-hmm. into your own sort of inability to realize your own mortality. It's just yeah. like I'm in control because um, I touch wood three times a day. So why is everything <laughs> not all right? You know? <laughs> so.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I know um, certain like I know in certain Buddhist sects, they have bone beads. Like the beads are made from bones. It's kind of like rosary beads, but they're not rosary. They're um, mala beads. And they use those as a reminder of that we're going to die. Mm. which sounds a bit like morbid at first, but it's to remind you to make the most of your life. Because I, I do think that sometimes things crop up and you think like, that's it. It's the end of the world. You know, I've lost my job or something, you know, quite life-changing. I'm not saying they're not they're not life-changing things.
1: Like getting a shark vacuum cleaner.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, if, if in like three months, five years, is that still going to be, are you not going to have found a solution? Is that still going to be that life-changing thing? And then if that's the case, that's what that's there to remind you that time Don't just sit and mellow in how bad you feel because it will pass and, you know, life is short and we can make the
1: most of it. Do you know Oliver Berkman, the philosopher? I think he's a philosopher. He's written a book. I haven't read it. I've only heard him on things. It's called 4,000 Weeks because mm. that is the um, amount of life you can expect if you live a long life to like 90 or something you'll get 4000 weeks wow so if you actually drew it out on like a calendar or something and you could watch it go by you could you'd be able to realize and quantify how little time you actually do even if you're like like we are still relatively still young me. relatively young <laughs> um if you had it on a, a wall chart and you could cross the weeks off it went you you know it wouldn't be the biggest wall chart in the world, you know.
0: That's really interesting. I haven't,
1: mm-hmm. I haven't got one, but you know, it <laughs> makes but you you think, in it. <laughs> <laughs> I lean more towards the.
0: Autumnal vibes that Halloween brings, rather than say the horror. But I, I mean, I who doesn't enjoy a good like Tim Burton film and stuff? You know,
2: uh,
1: big,
0: big Tim Burton
1: <laughs> fan. Oh, <yeah? laughs> Nightmare yeah.
0: Before Christmas and stuff. Yeah, and, that's all right. Is it? Is it Corpse Bride?
1: i have not seen that actually. I shouldn't. Oh, it's good. A lot of Tim Burton style over substance, I think. Really, some of it's good. Yeah, it's I a thought... bit
0: cinematic. Yeah, Edwards made... a good film. Yeah, Edward Scissorhands hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: No, yeah, no, not Edward Scissorhands hands. Ed Wood.
0: Oh, what's that?
1: Oh, well, you should see that. That's the oh, that's my favourite that's... that's my favourite film, but that might not say. Oh, I'm
0: gonna write it down. It's
1: about the world's worst film director. Oh right. It's really good. Okay. Check it out if you can.
0: Yeah, I will then. I recently watched, um and by recently I mean exactly a year ago. <laughs> so last Halloween. <laughs> I watched, um, Little Shop of Horrors. Have you seen Little Shop of Horrors? It's adapted from um Broadway show. Um, it's got Rick Moranis in it and Steve Martin. So it's kind of like a comedy, but it's also like a bit dark. You know, it's obviously like a dark comedy because it is written around Halloween kind of style, but it's, it's really good. It's, it's, I don't like musicals. I, I put on Sweeney Todd when that came out and I was shocked that it was a musical and I barely made it through, but. <laughs> <laughs> but Little Shop of Horrors was really, really good. I laughed the whole
1: time. There's only two good musicals, and there's West Side Story and the South Park film. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Do you think there's something necessary about having a festival that is about death for the occult Dark side of thing, You know, like how there's pagan festivals that, like, obviously, are quite to, like, Yule gets got to by Christmas and stuff, but it's like, you know, end of the year, new beginnings kind of thing. And then there's, well, that's similar to Easter, which is, is that also mm-hmm. a pagan festival that also got. Yeah. Yeah. So it just makes sense that humans would need a kind of dark, death like, remembering yeah. old old relatives and friends plus the time of
0: year everything is dying yeah yeah so from like a very observing kind of point of view you could say like oh all the trees look like they're dying you know It all just changes and leaves drop off and they go into that hibernation stage or whatever. And also, like, it's really hard to grow food, you know, in the winter. Not to say you can't. Some cabbages and stuff can grow through the winter. But, like, you know, in terms of, like, luscious crops, that tends to happen all summer. And then in the autumn, you have to do all of your, like, harvesting and things and putting things away. So there was a lot of, like, emphasis on getting ready for the dark times, you know,
2: Mm.
0: which was winter, obviously. (laughs) But, yeah, I think that there is, like, a need to talk, to have something around the darker side of things you know like rather than just like never talking about it
1: well that's very british though isn't it we don't we talk you know <laughs> so yeah we won't yeah. we don't talk about it we just get an ulcer in our stomach instead just, just, <laughs> we press it all down <laughs> They come out on a football match day where we could shout at like yeah 20 there you go ears. that's <laughs> it that's it
0: <laughs> but i would say and uh, I like living in line with the seasons like I really enjoy watching the seasons come and change even winter even though I know it's a bit strange Mm. even winter I enjoy I enjoy all the seasons but I do there's just something about autumn that really just makes me very happy Mm. (laughs) I love all the colours of leaves I love all the tasty cinnamon that pops into everything when autumn comes around (laughs) I love the idea of like warm things and it's kind of cold outside but it's not freezing it's definitely my favourite season (laughs)
2: <laughs> mm, well, you
1: said it well there.
0: Thanks. Uh, I mean, but who doesn't like soup and stuff, you know? And you don't really want to
1: have soup in the middle <laughs> okay. of summer
0: because it's so hot. So, <laughs> who
1: doesn't like soup? No. <laughs> indeed. <laughs> oh, Preach. <sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anything else on death? About um, we about that? Still, we haven't no. really talked loads about it.
0: No, not loads, but
1: I'm not keen on the idea. But I suppose it's going to happen in it. So. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah did mark twain say um,
1: something like um i think it's not the actual death it's um the thought of eternity is more scary so didn't mark twain had a quote something like well i didn't exist for billions of years before i was born and i didn't suffer the slightest inconvenience or something (laughs) something
2: ah yeah
1: which is true i guess i guess it's just like the thought of it Mm. is more I I think
0: obviously we all have different ways of dealing with the idea and when it hits home because it's really close to you that's when you really figure it out for yourself but when you just contemplate the idea a lot of the time it's hard to really feel it until something close to you happens and it actually changes your life you know and it doesn't have to be something like bad or negative you know it's a natural process so if someone were to just kind of get old and fall asleep and not wake up like you would say like oh that's you know one of the best ways to go or something like that oh, my you know? nan would
1: always say that she'd say oh it'd be just lovely to fall asleep one night and never wake up that's what i that's what she'd I. say that when we were like six years old though Oh
2: gosh.
0: <laughs> i read one article on the topic in general and it was saying how as she noticed that as like a a death kind of consultant, that she noticed that as people got older and older, if they were happy with their lives, they would just end up starting to get more and more tired and more and more sleepy. And in her way of like rationalizing it, it was just like that was their slow walk towards this kind of like inevitable point where they fall asleep and don't wake up Mm. and it was like oh that's kind of creepy but kind of nice but kind of creepy you know because a part of you is like ooh death ooh but another part of you is like you know it needs to happen
1: yeah like I put my head in a jar that's what (laughs) that's what I
0: want (laughs) do you want one of those talking heads like in uh, Futurama yeah definitely
1: at my best like whatever the hell that was (laughs) it's just
0: you can go back in time. Yeah, because
1: they had that, like, in Futurama, they'd have, like, Richard Nixon's head and stuff, but they didn't have, like, Richard Nixon's head on the day of his death today. It was, like, you nope. know, Richard Nixon when he was, like, <laughs> president 40 years before or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's
0: not... yeah, it was pretty funny, really. But I do think that, like, obviously we all have ways of, like, understanding and coping, and I think that your beliefs really hold a big part of that, you know, in terms of like your coping mechanisms, like if you believe in uh, any sort of life after death or a rebirth or heaven or whatever, you know, it, it can help people. And the same with like mediums and spiritualists and things like that, kind of connecting with the idea of ghosts or that kind of imprinted, not departed yet souls and things like that. You know, I think it's all ways of making you feel good about it, about something that is kind of, simple from a mechanical point of view you know I think that the best thing that we can imagine is that you know you've come from the universe from stars from everything combining you come from that primordial soup and then you just you're gonna go back to it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> which is a bit like but you know it's it's natural it's cyclical we have our seasons women have their monthly cycle and we have life and death
2: mm.
0: Yeah. Everything's quite cyclical now. If only the universe was cyclical too, that would make me happy.
1: Well, we can't conceive of it. Maybe, maybe it is. So the yes.
0: big bang and and you know and then the opposite. I'd like that, so that it just keeps big banging over and over again. That's what yeah, I'm just
1: one. go round and round in a circle. So mm-hmm. make the most of this life if you're going to have to lead it again and again and again. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. Right.
0: maybe part of me thinks that. We should talk about it a little bit more in the modern world than we do now. I mean, like, you know, people don't necessarily have a healthy relationship with death. You know, we've started more recently within the last five years really talking about therapy and going to therapy and talking to someone and it not being weird. And it's not like, you know, it's not bad for you. It's really good for you to work through these issues you might have and stuff. I think that maybe the next stage would be talking to people around death and, you know, making sure that people contemplate it sometimes because it's important
1: so you know like how everyone puts all of their mental health diagnoses in their instagram bio you're just hoping everyone starts putting mortal in there as well
0: yes oh we should be the first <laughs> We <can do> it. <laughs> they're gonna be like well you're obviously not immortal so <laughs> but i like it i think we should
1: <laughs> should i say thanks for listening i'll say thanks for listening sure so thanks for listening thanks for listening One of those will sound good. I've said it four times. So that should (laughs) I hope you enjoyed it. And yeah, we're back next month as usual. Don't know what we're talking about yet. Oh, we're talking about abs. Sorry. Yeah, of course. We do know what we're talking about. Yeah, we know about (laughs) abs and other things. So just subscribe and all that stuff, and like press all the like buttons, and tell your friends about the show if you like the show. You got anything else to add? Because I feel like I'm. I was gonna say, if you have any
0: topics you want to hear us talk about, you can always reach out.
1: Yeah, yeah. Tell us
0: what you want us to talk about. Any questions, especially if it's related to yoga or physical aches and pains, something like that. You know, reach out.
1: We're not running out of stuff to talk about, are we? No, I'm (laughs) just saying. I'm Open to requests.
0: You know.
1: <laughs> okay. And uh, I, yeah, that's it then. Yeah. So that'll do. Right. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Cool. So. Yep. com.
0: <laughs> is it PeterBrush.com or is it PeterBrush.co.uk? It's
1: PeterBrushComedy.com because I, ah, couldn't, get, I couldn't get Peter Brush. I, I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know who the hell is using that. It might be a relative. <laughs> you never know. It could be. don't know why relative. they
2: need a website, but. <laughs> right. Okay. Great. I think that sounds good. Okay.